podcast. Uh, I'm Lizzie and today we have Selda. Hi. Joe. Hello. And Talia. Hiya. And we are talking about Learning Disabilities Week and this week has been Learning Disabilities Week. So let's talk about first what is a learning disability? So I've got a quote here from the NHS website, which I'm going to read through, and then we'll know a bit more. So according to NHS UK, a learning disability affects the way a person understands information and how they communicate. This means they can have difficulty understanding new or complex information, learning new skills, or coping independently. Around 1.5 million people in the UK have a learning disability, and it's thought up to 350,000 people have a severe learning disability. So there's uh, different ways that learning disabilities can be caused, um, but basically it, uh, a learning disability happens when a person's brain development is affected, and this happens either before or during their birth or in early childhood. So this can happen because of illnesses when people are pregnant, birth difficulties, or inheriting genes from parents that make learning disabilities more likely. There are also some illnesses like meningitis that can cause learning disabilities or brain injuries. And sometimes there's just not really a known cause for learning disabilities. Now that we know what a learning disability is and how it can be caused, what is Learning Disability Week? So it's an awareness week run by a charity called MenCap, who have different centres all across the country and they do lots of outreach programmes. And it's to celebrate people with a learning disability and to help support them in their everyday lives. So each year has had a different theme and they've been doing this for, uh, from at least 2006. I tried to research when the first one was but they've been going since at least 2006. And other themes have been sports and recreation, sex and relationships, and tackling hate crime. So the theme for 2020 is the importance of friendship in lockdown. I thought it would be quite interesting for us to talk about what some of our issues have been with Make, uh, keeping our friendships going strong in lockdown. So, does anybody have any issues that they've found throughout lockdown with friendship? Pubs are closed. Pubs are closed, exactly. The pubs are closed, yeah. How are you supposed to see your friends if the pubs are closed? Come on. That is, is a very good point. Yeah, I think um, going along sort of the video call line, so everybody's been trying to do video calling, which is really handy but not all of my friends have video calling and don't all understand how to download it and all that sort of thing so that's been a bit tricky yeah so yeah there's definitely and something that we found when we've been trying to talk to some of our day space customers in their houses and trying to sort online sessions and things like that is that we've come across lots of 
technical difficulties where people haven't had access to Wi-Fi and stuff like that. So, yeah, that, that causes lots of difficulties when it's talking about trying to continue virtual relationships. Yes, definitely. Um, something that I personally struggled with a lot in lockdown was um, just seeing the same... So I, I live with my boyfriend, and so that's only one person that I saw every single day for about six weeks apart from when I went to Sainsbury's and then even then I was trying really hard not to interact with too many people and just try and do my shopping as quickly as possible so it was very strange only interacting with one person going from when I'm working every day at day space and I've got lots of people talking to me all the time going from that to only seeing one person's face every day was my struggle I think I had that problem in reverse, actually, because my brother flew back from the other side of the world um, before lockdown. So there were suddenly four of us in the house for the first time in five years. So I think I was overwhelmed in, in a different way. But um, yeah, I think it's seeing the same faces day in, day out can, yeah, uh, however much you love someone, it's, uh, it gets quite tricky and it then feels weird when you do see other people. You're not quite sure how to react or how to, you know, how to say hello anymore. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. How to behave. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, so you can't hug people and you can't shake hands or high five or anything like that. So it's a, it's, it's, I found it difficult to try and still be friendly and welcoming to people, but without any kind of physical interaction with them. So why have friendships been difficult during lockdown? So we've talked about some of our some of our thoughts and feelings about it. Um, but for lots of people, lockdown has been difficult because they haven't been able to spend time with family and friends. Um, and some people with learning disabilities may have struggled with understanding about the coronavirus in its entirety and how this has affected socialising with others. So what are some ways that we can stay connected to friends while staying safe? So as this is a a MENCAP organised thing, I had a look on their website and they've got this thing called friendship flags. So if there's someone you're particularly missing, they're encouraging people to get a big piece of paper and decorate it with all the things that that person likes and all the things that remind you about that person. And then you can go up and wave at them through the window and show them your friendship flag and all the things that you like about them. Oh, that's lovely. I thought that was a really nice way to show people that you still remember them and you still remember all of these things about them and what make them your friend. So I thought that that was was quite a fun one. Brilliant. Um, Does anyone else have any other ideas as to how we can stay connected to friends and family? while staying safe. We've mentioned video calls, but uh, that's that seems to be the main way that I've been doing it, particularly with uh, yeah, family and friends. We've been doing uh, quizzes, which has been fun, doing quizzes over over various video call software things. And yeah, that's been how we've been keeping in touch, really. Have you won any of your quizzes, Joe? Yes, yes, I have. Oh, well done. <laughs> <laughs> on my, playing on my own as well. Oh, okay. So... Ha ha ha! Take that, everyone. 
You could, um, you could write a letter to your friends and then they could write back. That's quite nice. So you can mm -hmm. mail then as well. And then as part of your uh, your walks that you go on, your exercise, you can walk to your local post box yep. and pop it in. Definitely. When you, can, uh, more recently, we've been, we have been able to meet up with people, but as long as you're social distancing, they say, isn't it? So, mm -hmm. yeah, because I've been able to see a few friends go out on bike rides and things, but uh, just as long as we keep the distance, it's all good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I would, I would just add to Sel, uh, what Selda said, that I love the friendship flag idea, but I think to make it even more personal, you could kind of write those things down or draw it on a picture and then go on your daily walk and post it in the letterbox and then that's something your friend can see but also keep as well yeah, so yeah combine the two combine the two exactly um with one of the video calls that we did with my family over lockdown so my sister was meant to get married at the end of may and that's now been postponed till next year but we had a a celebration wedding day and everyone got dressed up and uh, my mum made a, a lovely veil complete with fairy lights and a very, very awful <laughs> groom's hat. It was uh, <laughs> And it, if I get permission from everyone involved in the picture that I took, I will, I will try and add it as part of a, um, as part of the PowerPoint, but I have to double check that I'll get permission for all that. Um, yeah, so that was, that was fun. Um, yeah, there's been lots of, so my birthday was in May as well. And so for my birthday, uh, I, uh, I got someone to organise that everyone came on a video call and we played games in the evening and stuff like that. And uh, I live in a flat, so I'm on the first floor. So people were coming down to where the back door is and I could say hello to them from the balcony and still safely distancing. So that was really I bet that made your day actually. That's really yeah. Cool. It, it was really nice because we really weren't sure how many people we would be able to see um, for all of that. And my mum made me lots of party food, which was definitely one of my favourite bits of lockdown. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So there's also obviously the traditional, just a plain old phone call to just keep in touch with people, and that's obviously going to work better if. Uh, if you don't have access to all the technology. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's been a way I've kept in touch with like my grandma and people like that who, who don't have iPads and the technological know-how how to download Zoom or anything yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, we have great trouble getting my grand to use Skype. It's hilarious. <laughs> it sure takes, takes about 20 minutes to get her into the call. <laughs> Brilliant time everyone's finished and they're leaving yeah we've also been doing we've had quite a few birthdays in my family so we've got this now trend of like everybody's got to send a video in saying happy birthday or doing whatever that you want to do and then they'll compile it all the friends family and edit it into a birthday video we've had like three of those now and they're so good because you're not gonna oh that's a nice idea yeah so we've been doing that so now we've got to do the next one on the list is uh, my sister's birthday, so we've got to record a video for that next. So that's going to be nice. Yeah, that, that's really nice, and and it's a way that you don't always you don't have to be in the same place at the same time. That works around other other people's schedules and things like that. Yeah. Does anyone have any other ideas as to ways that we can keep in contact? You could always try and take up semaphore 
get some flags out, socially mm. distance friends. <laughs> Good old sort of WhatsApp and email, that type of thing as well. And um, something that I also saw when I was uh, browsing this was um, learning how to do the sign for Mac uh, the Macaton sign for friend and learning learning some keywords in Macaton would be really helpful for people with learning disabilities and trying to keep communication open, especially if you're having to wear masks and stuff. Um, it makes it difficult for people to be able to hear you clearly. So using Macaton will also be really helpful. Um, yeah, yeah, I found that really helpful. Um, in the past couple of weeks when I was doing some work at uh, Woodcroft and West Haven, because you ha I had to, and while we're here, we have to wear masks when we're around um, people and yeah I just realized how much I use my face to communicate and they you know the guys couldn't really understand what mood I was in or what tone I was trying to get across because they couldn't see my face so I think Makaton and just kind of learning how to be really welcoming with your body without touching someone is tricky but yeah that's a great way to you know build bridge build that bridge so one of the things I listed here, as um, you were talking about with the friendship flags, is uh, you could also send someone some of your artwork so that they can display it in their house. That's always nice. We always love a good fridge picture. How's send them food as well. Send them food. Oh, you could. Yeah. So um, I know that, so my sister is a teacher and one of the parents really kindly sent an afternoon tea type hamper for all the teachers because they've been working really hard so you can oh, organize yes. things like that yeah one of my uncle's friends sent him an egg in the post sent him some duck eggs in the post it didn't make it i was gonna say did they survive <laughs> no um, no they didn't oh dear i wouldn't have wanted to open that parcel no no <laughs> so I like the way you recommended sending food in the post, but then uh, I'm not and brought sure. in a hilarious example. <laughs> Don't send fragile food in the post. Yeah, best not. Best not. Send, send some cake instead or something. Yes, that's not well, necessarily that fragile. A rock cake. A rock cake, or just a rock. <laughs> yeah, send a rock. Send a friendship rock, decorated with lots of little. Bits of sparkly jewels and things. It's a friendship yeah. rock. A friendship rock. If your yeah. friend is a dragon, I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to tell who. <laughs> a sparkly rock. <laughs> Googly <laughs> eyes on it would be great. I understand that it came from a very kind place, and you put a lot of effort into it. So <laughs> <laughs> right. Something I found really interesting when I was uh, looking up Learning Disability Week. Uh, is the fact that every year they have a different theme and all of these themes are so although the friendship theme is really nice this year and it's um it, it's it's really nice to have all these warm and fuzzy feelings about friendship they're also quite um interesting but also important topics it's uh, it's not just about friendship it's about how to uh keep your communication and relationships open and like the fact that they do sport so sport and recreation was also all about including people with learning disabilities in sport and I think that it's really it's really great that Mencap do this week so that it's not just about 
yay, I know someone who's got a learning disability, although it is great to know, and I'm, I'm very proud to know lots of people with learning disabilities. It's really nice for them to be really built up and to help, it helps other people remember that people with learning disabilities are really important and really worthy and worthwhile and all these kind of things. So, yeah. uh, so something that um, MENCAP are also really promoting is the fact to spread the word all about Learning Disabilities uh, Week and people with learning disabilities on social media, uh, which is obviously something that we've done a lot uh, over lockdown. Uh, if you check out our YouTube or our Facebook, um, we've got lots of videos of us trying to spread some cheer and uh, keep people engaged and interested and in providing activities throughout lockdown. Um, I think one of my favourite videos is Talia's uh, butterfly cakes. That is definitely one of not, my favourite videos. Not a day goes by where I don't regret that video. Oh, it was a great video, Talia. I love it. It's really good. I don't know. Why. It's really funny. You've got your character in there, which is really important. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm learning how to be proud of that. Instead. Yeah, there you go. So, so sad. No, I'm joking. Um, yeah, I was just going to add to what Lizzie said about the inclusion of um, Learning Disabilities Week is... I think at Day Space and at lots of places like us, we are so inclusive and we are so loving towards anybody who walks through the door and, you know, we make everybody feel welcome or we hope to make everybody feel welcome. But I think it's so it's still so important to have things like Learning Disabilities Week to integrate those with learning disabilities into the wider environment and the wider community because... Yeah, it's great to have places like Day Space, but we need more people to be as friendly as we are here in the wider world. I've had so much fun uh, today talking with you guys, and it's been really nice to see all your faces. So on, when we record it, we record it via Zoom so I can see little little corners of people. So that's really nice. But it's been really nice to hear your voices. Thanks everyone for tuning in. It's been really wonderful to share this time with you. And we will speak to you all soon. Bye. Bye.